0: All right, 4Jack fam, before we get into tonight's episode, we'd like to send a special thank you out to our premier partners. Without their support, this show would definitely not be possible. Therabody Cricket Shirts, Peretti Golf, Galvin Green, DraftKings, Manscaped, and to wash that all down, our favorite ready-to-drink on-course beverage, Birdie Juice. If you need any information about these sponsors, please reach out to us at 4JackPodcast at gmail.com. Let's get into it.
1: Welcome
0: to the 4Jack Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to season four of the 4Jack Podcast, Canada's number one award-winning golf podcast and the fastest-growing golf podcast in America. Now available on SiriusXM, Pandora, and all your favorite streaming platforms. The 4Jack podcast is powered by none other than TaylorMade Golf. Their engineers have been hard at work making the next generation of equipment, and their new lineup for 2022 is absolute fire. Head over to TaylorMade Golf and check out the new Carbon Face Stealth and Stealth Plus. Experience better energy transfer for yourself. TaylorMade has also been very generous with us this year. We have a shipping container full of goodies to give away. Keep your eyes on our 4Jack Instagram page for all those contest details. Season four continues to impress with a laundry list of amazing guests boasting some serious industry horsepower and talents. But before we get into tonight's guests, let's head around the country and check in with the Four Jack family on the road. Derek Lane, what's happening in SoCal today?
2: Beautiful day here. Once again, it's good to have all of us in the same room when recording. It always makes it for a little bit more fun for our end. But uh, we have a wonderful Canadian guest today, which means I'm a brown pair of shoes in a world of tuxedos. (laughs) So I will play along as best I can and kind of act like we might have a couple of oots and a boots, and I'll I'll do my Minnesota thing. But more importantly, uh, I'm excited about the left-handed version of a lot of things. Nothing yes. makes me happier getting back into the world where there's left-handed players in Southern California. Very very few is almost. Every American down here is right. Yeah. And so we get some, some fun stuff with the lefty golf gang and some of the things we're going to get into with max. So uh, I'm excited to be here, but more importantly, it's nice to see David happy in shorts, California, smiling. Chris. what's happening? I did
1: go to Shellbacks last night. <laughs> <laughs> so shell back. Yeah. Shell no back, S. Uh, yeah. yeah. I went to my favorite Southern California watering hole, watering hole. Uh-huh. Mark Cuban was hosting a party about NFTs but uh yes very excited to be at the rolling hills golf club or rolling hills golf club and uh southern california does make me happy no mud no poop mobile just clean teslas life is good and excited to learn about slingers
0: different world for you because typically during the day you're driving the uber around trying to find a tire shop to (laughs) fly tire change
1: yeah gmc figure out your tire situation well i blame my kids
0: Uh, unfortunately we're not a tread or tire podcast we are a golf podcast so without further ado you may recognize this instagram golf influencer hitting slingers all over the universe helping to grow the fun aspect of the game former mini tour player and fellow canadian please welcome to the show mac Boucher.
3: thanks a lot guys
0: Mac, you look like a typical Canadian hockey guy. You got a little filthy womb, broom, duster on the upper lip there. You got a little bit of hair out the back. What's happening, buddy? How you doing?
3: Good, good. Yeah, I kind of gave up a bit during the, uh, the COVID times, so just let her, let her grow.
0: I like that. I like that. Brisson, Let her go. It's <laughs> a good. Gave, I'm looking for the Manscaped segue here.
3: Oh yeah,
2: Manscaped. <laughs> Sorry, sponsor the show. There you go. I was gonna go with the black vest in the Canadian look. So okay. you know, again, we're doing the whole thing, right? That's good. I like the vest. I like the, the yeah. boot too. Yeah,
0: out and about. Mac, you're a former mini tour guy. You've kind of created this space for yourself on Instagram now, doing lots of fun stuff. You've you've had the opportunity to travel the globe and and experience in different golf courses just talk us through how this whole thing came to be
3: yeah so um started golf kind of late didn't really get into it until i was 18. Um, kind of pursued the professional golf thing but obviously it's uh as we all know it's it's not an easy route to go down i was never really good enough um had a wrist surgery in 2016 and kind of gave up the game um not gave up the game gave up the competitive side of it just because i wanted to obviously rehab that it took over a year to kind of be able to play again and then um actually moved to new zealand just on a whim in 2016 just wanted to get out of Canada and started kind of working over there and fell in love with it and then obviously coach was there for about four years then covet hit um was forced to leave and then um that's when I kind of just started this social media stuff. So I've really only been doing it for I guess about a year and a half now seriously. I think at this this day last year I had like three thousand followers or something. So it's mm-hmm. kind of st- here.
0: and now you have well over a hundred thousand. so that that's got to be like that trajectory is insane and, and it's all just relative to some of the partnerships you have and, and traveling the world just posting golf content
3: yeah i mean I, i've been super consistent with uh, the daily spam that i hit people with um i think i mean i know nothing about the social media world and didn't really use it before um this all happened and i just kind of went in it started posting a ton um obviously it made it a little easier because i spent last winter in dubai i spent this winter in dubai so i've kind of been able to play every day and just make content essentially so it's been pretty easy to to get the videos out and then obviously there's an out for you if
2: you're a- <laughs> derek look right at me I, so like, yeah, just, yeah. I miss it so much I, I know it sounds crazy but i do i miss it so much it's like it was just such a part of my upbringing that it's it's fun to hear <laughs> Uh, you know
0: what in our defense, I never hear it as a Canadian. I I like I'm like, what? Oot? I Did never really thought about it that? until I moved
2: to the desert. And so when you start, you know, people have roofs on their house yeah. and they, they they say things very differently <laughs> down here. So I love it. It makes me smile.
0: Uh too funny. So what's I mean, ideally, let's drill down on this a little bit here. What's the secret sauce on posting? Is there like an algorithm insider trading tip you got for?
3: I'm. think whole- oh, no, no, no. for me it was um i've always david could attest to this when i played i always did things a little differently i'm like the fastest golfer ever i don't take my time i just kind of out there essentially having fun more than anything um i've always done things my own way so essentially i'm just being myself and i think people it comes across maybe like i'm trying hard sometimes and i'm trying to do this stuff just to like get views but at the end of the day it's how i golf anyways if i'm in a tournament i'm hitting the same shots if i'm it was buddies I'm in the same shot. So nothing I really do other than like stupid little ones are, uh, are for Instagram, which I think has kind of, um, I don't know, it's made me kind of authentic, I guess I'm just being myself. So it's not like I'm trying hard. I'm not, I mean, I, I don't typically like the golf influencer world. It's not something I really want to be a part of, but I'm just being myself. So I think that that's the recipe, I guess, just be yourself. Don't try to be somebody else and don't try to conform. Right.
1: Can you hit a cut? This is the million dollar question. <laughs> Can so you hit a cut?
3: My, I mean, my natural shot shape is actually a little push fade. I stand open with everything. I'm a very open stance player, just because it helped me clear my hips. That's how I taught myself to play, and it just stuck. So, um, my natural shot shape is actually quite a neutral push, where I push it online and fade. So, the sl- the the slinger was actually um, after I had wrist surgery. I was scared of hitting the ground. So I naturally shallowed myself out by dropping it way inside and like essentially picking it. So that's how I like kind of got away from uh, making massive divots. And like, I used to be super steep and hit a massive pull cut. And then that pull cut turned into a push fade because of the wrist surgery. And then it stuck. And I kind of, I realized that I could really control it. So I'm like, I'm just going to rock this. And it's how I play now.
0: There's a guy on tour that, kind of plays golf his own way he's got a couple of green jackets i believe lefty you heard of him before bubba
2: watson yeah
0: he's got that interesting move.
2: well when i first went to the instagram page after we were talking about doing this episode that's the first thing I saw was obviously as he said the open stance is way different from a traditional playing and somebody's a golf professional that's not something that normally I see a lot of so I think the creativity in a lot of that is I think that's a great backstory for hey if you got a wrist injury if there's something on you can change the way you play you can do a lot of different things to make the game enjoyable and the thing I like is is just if you guys were on a zoom you guys can't see it but just the smile like he, he kind of enjoys what he's doing which is good to me and the first thing I saw is he's got two amazing follows Max Homa and Sean Crocker so two of my favorite people on social media because they kind of again do things their own way they're very outspoken so if they're following this guy obviously a lot of other people should be as well
1: just because we're yeah. in Southern California and I can't make a Canadian reference. Max being from SoCal.
2: Like, <laughs> Sean playing at USC? Yeah. yeah so you do what you got to do, you right? You just
1: can't name drop. Like, you just can't pick an area and go with it. I've them.
2: been around you long enough to know that if you don't name drop, I'm going to get left out because you're going to do it on top <laughs> of me.
1: I do not name drop. I do not name drop. Let's <laughs> clarify that. I qualify that they are from... <laughs> toronto or canada and we have a no alberta policy moving forward so uh,
2: <laughs> and literally by the way when your your children tell you that they don't name drop and they go around and they start to circumvent <laughs> the reality and the truth that you do it will all come full circle back to you just, so was just
1: hanging out rolling hills i see cool people
0: there you so, go um <laughs> i got i got i gotta say he almost looks like max homo he does right? have a little bit of it I yeah, like the same thing that's that's a good call so off air, we're kind of talking. You're you're transitioning. You're in. Uh, oh yeah, sorry, my bad. Uh, you're in on Terrible right now. <laughs> you're making your way out to uh, the island. What's w- what's the summer look like for you out on the island? You're gonna do some playing, maybe a little bit of content.
1: Yeah, I,
3: honestly, I'm day to day right now. I'm kind of just going where the wind blows me. Um, I had I was had teaching professional at the Skoker Bay Club up in Toronto last summer when I first started this stuff and then it's just kind of became too much with everything going on so decided to kind of break out and do my own thing um it's gonna be just a lot of travel my goal is kind of to bring this thing as much on the road as possible where it's like new and fresh every week somewhere different um I love traveling obviously so I honestly couldn't tell you what long term the plan is it's more just kind of going with flow right now like I've been doing the last year or so and kind of see where it takes me
1: well, knowing you a little bit, you're a little bit of a free spirit. You've traveled quite a bit over the last kind of 10 years. Um, is everything done on a camera, iPhone? What's sort of the, you know, do you have a photographer that's taking these photos? Like how you send all this stuff up? What's so, the process?
3: Funny, I'm, it's like the lowest budget operation you'll ever see. Like it's literally an iPhone and me. I don't even have a tripod. I use a towel, wrap it up into like a little do-rag thing and stick it in on the top of my golf bag. Like it's it's pretty ghetto, but it like, I mean, for what I'm and it's what i am i don't want to become like that guy that's putting out a tripod on the golf course and like just constantly getting in the way i want to just kind of be a golfer that doesn't even look like he films his stuff and it's just he's just there so um that's my goal and that's what i'm going to stick with like eventually obviously i want to get into the youtube where i might have to get into like a little bit more of the higher end stuff but at this point an iphone is all i need
0: so mac you're obviously a uh a- PGA of Canada professional Then, if you were a teaching pro at Muskoka Lake, correct?
3: I, I gave it up, actually. So um, I had I had my PGA of Canada for a while. And then I decided that I'm like, the teaching is kind of can still be there. I can still teach a little bit. I have a niche that I can teach. Um, I mean, I'm don't see myself being affiliated with a cl- club to teach now. So I'm like, I don't there's no real point in me keeping it for my own sake. And I, I mean, for not for everyone I just didn't think that it was something that I needed anymore
0: for sure yeah it makes sense you can still kind of get out there with some of the people yeah. I've worked with in the past
3: <laughs> yeah exactly I, I to be honest I got it when I was teaching in New Zealand that was the main reason that I when I took the gig um as one of the teaching pros at the resort that I was at in Queenstown I, that's when I decided to kind of get it in the first place so I didn't think it would be something long term it was more just so I could get the visa and get over there
0: nah, smart guy leveraging Bits and pieces for bits and pieces. Talk us through some of the partnerships you have currently. You got a lot of great sponsors and there's some great companies that you work with. So talk us through how some of that came to be.
3: Yeah. So um, I, I kind of started off with, I mean, TaylorMade's been with me since like day one. Um, pretty much since I first started this thing last, last year when I was in Dubai, when I had like 3,000 followers, they were uh, kind of gracious enough to start sending me some equipment and just kind of helping me with stuff. Um, I actually, just came back from a meeting with them today, so that's been awesome. They've been really good with helping me and um, kind of doing giveaways and kind of engaging my my following. Um, then I started kind of I'm big in like trying to help like the smaller brands for like clothing and stuff, like companies that are maybe up and coming that I just personally like. Um, so I started actually wearing a pant company called Primo Golf Apparel out of Utah. Um, it would have been last summer and they were like a brand new company in the space and they've like it's been crazy like they've blown up in the last year um it's been really really cool kind of being a part of that company getting off the ground and seeing guys in the web.com and stuff wear them now it's pretty cool um other than that just kind of a bunch of other little brands and stuff that i um kind of wear and support i'm not never did it to kind of make money i more did it because i enjoyed it so that's still my mindset obviously the money might come with time but um right now i don't do it for that i do it for just the pure enjoyment of kind of growing i hate saying growing the game but i'm trying to show that there's more than one way to play and you don't have to be this like crazy golf snob to do it like i'll play at a municipal golf course and then i'll play at a private club it doesn't really matter golf's golf for me
1: does primo make shirts or they're just straight pants
3: so they're getting they're again they're brand new the company's only like a little over a year old. So they're actually do they sent me their deck for like this coming a little while. Um, they're going to get into like the shirts, hats, everything else as well. They have a few shirts right now, but they're uh, they definitely want to get into more of like a full apparel company. I'm actually heading down in a couple of weeks to do like a little bit of designing with them and um, kind of come up with some brainstorming of stuff I'd like to see. So um, that'd be pretty cool.
0: Want to shout out their socials or their website so people can check
1: that out?
3: Yeah. So it's at primo golf apparel. Um, I think it's primogolfapparel.com. Um,
1: yeah, they're use your Mac 15. Yeah.
3: Mac 15 code that, that code's kind of what's, uh, it's been cool. Just with that, how many people, cause I get like an email every time someone uses the code and it's crazy. Like it's, it's insane how many people are, are using that code and going and get, I mean, the pants are unique. Again, it's, it's not for everyone. I get abused online about wearing the, I wouldn't say they're a jogger style pants. They're just really tapered down to like the ankle and because of that. Like obviously you get the warriors behind their keyboard, just slamming me about wearing that style of pants, but it's uh kind of shows you can wear whatever you want.
1: And how did you get to, so obviously Toronto to New Zealand to Dubai. So where is Toronto again? That's uh North of California. When I'm in Southern California, <laughs> I don't know where Toronto is either. However, um, in here at the rolling hills <laughs> uh how did you what's the affiliation to affiliation to dubai
3: okay so that was a really random one is um I was good friends with rebecca lee bentham that was on kind of lpj tour for a while and we during covid last last winter it was like everything was locked down in toronto everything was shut. obviously you couldn't do anything it was hard to go down to the u.s um so i knew alex riggs and claudine fong that are they're two big people in the golf industry. They're Canadian. Um, they moved to Dubai about seven years ago and I just kind of knew them through golf. So we actually reached out to them and we're like, what's the situation like in Dubai? And they're like, honestly, it's wide open. They want people here. Like, obviously it's a big money driven country. So um, we literally just booked a flight uh, December, 2020, got a hotel, um, joined up at the L's club because like, it was so cheap. Um, so just we're practicing there. And then, the connections you make in Dubai are just wild. So I ended up moving in with a family um for the last two months I was there and they kind of took me in as one of their own. And now I just kind of it's become like my kind of second winter home, I guess. Went away this winter obviously um just from meeting people, um stayed with them again and it's been uh, it's been pretty cool.
1: And that's what Alex teaches at Ells Club or they're they're all over the place. They're like so, ambassadors and all that stuff. Like I know Club yeah. and Alex
3: yeah, I think Claudine is, um, Claudine's doing like the fitness, um, stuff for golf, like golf specific fitness stuff. Um, Alex moved over there originally. He was part of like the Claude Harmon school, but he's broken off on his own now. So he's doing, um, he's actually the only freelance golf instructor in the Duai uh, in, in the UAE. Um, so he's like, he teaches out of the Trump golf course, um, but he's not affiliated with Trump. He's just, they use the backs of the range. Um, but yeah, he's, uh, they've done pretty well over there because like establishing pretty big names for themselves.
0: Absolutely. What was COVID like over there?
3: So, I mean, it's a, it's obviously a country where you don't want to not follow the rules. So unlike other parts of the world where you have guys squawking all the time about like mandates and stuff there, you don't squawk. Like you do what they told and you just suck it up. So obviously it was strict masks were like, you have to wear them down the street. This year it was looser. Uh, When I was first there, it was like, pretty full on. You get big fines for like not having your mask, while walking down the sidewalk, um, temperatures at every building, just like all the the basic stuff that everyone was doing. And they were super strict about it this year. It was a little bit more lenient, but it was still there for sure.
2: So one of the big things that I've always truly wondered is when you're in the industry that you're in, tell me a little bit about the travel. So are we, going on planes? Do we have a sprinter van? Are we kind of doing this? You, you, you alluded a little bit to that you had a host family in Dubai, but tell me a little bit about, it can't be easy when you're kind of on a whim, or as you said, you're just kind of day-to-day and flying by the seat of your pants. Talk to me about travel because that, that can rack up quickly. What are some of the things you do to stay you know, transient, but yet still have comfortable things and being able to edit and do all the things that require being you know, in the position that you're in now?
3: Yeah, so I mean, for me, traveling has always been a large part of it. Like when I um, kind of finished school and turned professional, like I would go and spend my winters in Australia. And again, I just, I'm a huge networker in terms of like meeting people and kind of having people all over the world. So um, I would stay with family in Australia. And then from being in Australia, I went to New Zealand, met people in New Zealand, got this job in New Zealand. So it was a big networking side of it. I've always been on the road. I'm used to it, I'm used to living out of a suitcase. And I think, the good thing about what i'm doing now is i don't need a crazy amount of like camera work and all this other stuff to do it i can literally just pull out my cell phone and i can do it from anywhere you could send me off to greenland tomorrow and i could i could make golf videos so it's um as long as i have my golf clubs and my phone i can kind of do it from wherever which is why i think it's pretty stress-free like it's uh i'm used to traveling that doesn't really affect me anymore um and then the obviously just the ease of making the videos by a phone, it's I can do it from anywhere.
2: Well, that that's 100% accurate because as you know, in your business, the easier you are and the more successful you are, the more you're gonna to have to travel. So talk to us a little bit about places. Obviously you've mentioned the UAE, you've mentioned some of the places like Australia, New Zealand. Let's talk a little bit Canadian. Um, let's talk a little bit about North America. Tell me some of the places you really, really want to go haven't been like spend some time in like, let's allude a little bit down the road to what you're hoping to do that not necessarily international because the most of our listeners are going to come from these two areas. But what are you going to do here? Like, are you still just kind of looking for people looking for places to just kind of keep doing the same thing?
3: Yeah, so I think my goal is actually to start, I want to shift more to the YouTube space. Um, I've come up with an idea where I just want to go do like nine whole vlogs essentially with people from other sports, hockey players, basketball players. I have a large following of people from other sports as well as professional sports or golf. Um, But other sports. So, my goal is I definitely want to spend more time in the US. I haven't been down there in a couple of years since COVID kind of happened. So, that's definitely the next move. I want to get down there and just start filming some stuff with um, just guys from other sports and like get their idea of what they got into golf, what they're doing, that kind of thing. That's kind of my next move. Um, In terms of where in the States, I haven't really kind of dialed in exactly where I want to go yet, but there's. uh, definitely kind of want to touch all the places as many places as i can essentially
0: what's your schedule look like early may
3: mac <laughs> i have no schedule <laughs> right. i'm gonna be uh, right now i'm supposed to be in i'm gonna be on like vancouver island all of may that's the plan i fly in kind of um back in april but again, the good thing about what I'm doing is like someone can call me and be like, we need you here tomorrow and I can book a flight and go. And that's kind of what I like about it. It's spontaneous. I like it.
0: Mac, have you played band and dunes before?
3: Yeah, I have a good band and dunes story, actually, if you want to hear it. This is a good one. So I didn't start playing golf until I was like 18, qualified for the U.S. public links when they still had that tournament at band and dunes. Um, I forget what year that was. Harris English played a few other guys. Um Big first tournament that I ever played. Got down there. Um, played Bandon Trail or Bandon Trail? Is that Pacific Trail?
2: Bandon Band Band Trail. That was Band the-
3: and- yeah, and- um, I was a couple over at the turn. It was kind of win- windy. I was middle of the pack. So it was like 300 guys that play in the event. And then they go down to match play. And I forget what tee it was, but I ended up making a 13. I shot 90... 90- 91 or 93 first round dead last out of the 312 guys in the tournament. Um huh. I shot shot 70 at Old McDonald the next day. I think it was like the biggest uh USGA difference of score in two rounds. Wow. That's yeah. awesome. But Weird. I haven't been in a long time. It's, it's definitely where I want to get back to. Like I I think it would be perfect to a buddy of mine caddies or a guy I went to school with Caddies there um has been bugging me to get over there. We'll talk to
2: you about something offline after the show. Done. There you go. Delay. Oh, you're No, and, and the reason we were asking is obviously I think that where you're going, um, the locale means as much as what you're doing, right? So, like on a lot of your videos, especially some of the stuff you're doing on Instagram, the backdrop is almost as much fun as what it is you're doing. You just can't go post things and just be, you know, at a, at some sort of flat municipal that doesn't have any, you know, accoutrement or anything that goes along with what you're trying to do. So. That was my last question is it's just the sights. Like, how do you figure out? Is it just, again, just whimsical that you, or do you have something in mind exactly when you're shooting what you're looking for when you see it?
3: Yeah, I think I'm a pretty creative person. So my, my, like, that's honestly where my golf has come to, where I'm looking at like a rock 40 yards off fairway on the right that I can ricochet something off of or do something stupid. It's kind of, that's the way my brain works now. And it, because of that, I'm like, I love being out on the golf course because I can find different avenues that maybe people don't see and just show a whole different dynamic of the golf course. I mean, Bear Mountain is essentially like Disneyland for me. Like it's it's unlimited. I could sit out there every single minute um, and just all day by myself and just find entertainment and have a smile on my face. So that's kind of the golf courses that I tend to – to try to get to just because I love anything with a good view, anything like I'm not like a golf snob where I'm like, Oh, it needs to be like a really well-designed golf course. Like I rather find something that's like fun and enjoyable and maybe quirky and can kind of just dick around out. Essentially that's, that's my new way of kind of playing. I do want to start playing some tournaments again as well, but right now that's where my head's up.
0: That's a fantastic property. Shout out Evan Dickey. Shout out Robert Ratcliffe. He's a really good buddy of mine. Known him forever and ever and ever. We used to play sand iron down uh, eighteen at Redtail for pints way back in the day. So
3: Evan Dic- Dickey actually just left. He's leaving.
0: Nicky's leaving.
3: He's going to uh, Roe Colwood.
0: Oh no way! Well, congratulations, Evan Dickey. What a move!
3: Actually, it's probably his first day today. To be honest. Yeah.
0: Wish him well today. That's fantastic. The Rapid Fire 10 portion of this show is brought to you by our friends over at DraftKings. DraftKings Daily Fantasy Sports mirrors season-long fantasy sport but condenses it into shorter sweat-inducing formats. Heart-throttling contests range from a day-to-day or a week-to-week depending on the sport. Competitors draft a player roster and those athletes earn points based on their in-game performance. Sweat the sweat each and every play. Test your skills and knowledge, throw down your bragging rights friends family foes or other fans nationally let the victory chase for you a change check out draftkings.com and use four jack as your promotional code for a little extra kicker let's get back to the show we typically like to close out our shows with something we like to do called the rapid fire not so rapid fire so we have 10 skill testing questions it's all surrounding uh u.s politics so if you're ready to go, we'll start the clock. Fire it up. Back. First question. What'd you have for breakfast
3: today? Tim Hortons.
2: Tim Hortons. That's very Canadian. Oh, of you. <laughs> it's like this shit writes itself. I heard discount codes, tight pants, and Tim Hortons. So I have now a full <laughs> Canadian podcast. That's an influencer, bro.
1: I'm telling you Tim Hortons with in it. South Bay would do very well. Oh, good lord. Oh my god. Yeah, A lot of, I, a lot of hockey you, guys down here. Tons.
3: There's in the UAE and in Dubai, and I was like, I was very. I was supposed to have a meeting with their head office like a couple days before I left um, about doing something because there were so many people that lived in Dubai. I would constantly just post me holding a Dubai or um, Tim Hortons in Dubai, and people were like, "Is that place good? I've never been." I'm like, "I don't know. You'll have to go check it out." <laughs> uh,
1: For our American listeners, Tim Horton is a famous hockey player that makes incredible coffee and donuts.
0: I thought he's a baker. Didn't he make donuts? I don't know. Didn't. Question number two, the rapid fire, not so rapid fire.
1: It's the culture. It's, the lifestyle. it's
0: it a lifestyle. It is a lifestyle.
1: It's a lifestyle.
0: It's very Ontario.
3: Yeah. Hashtag, hashtag Ontario.
0: there's a giant Starbucks on the <laughs> desk. Hashtag Ontario.
1: Hashtag Brisson15. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, no, 4 Jack20. Uh, question number two, the rapid fire, not so rapid fire. Being a team tailor made conglomerate, what's in the bag right now, Mac? Maybe walk us through top to bottom. What are you swinging for? Yeah. Woods, yep. no twist wrenches. face
1: for the
3: slinger,
0: right? No twist face, too forgiving.
3: Couple clubs that I have left in my bag for like 13 years. I told Taylor Made that under no circumstances they would be leaving. Um, I'm using wed- the wedges. I'm using the MG threes. Um, I have a high toe 60 MG three 52, 56, and 46 so the pitching wedge, and then P7 uh, MBs from uh nine to four iron. I uh, the stealth driver, stuff plus. Um then the woods are kind of where I have a tour edge exotics wood from 12 or 13 years ago that a buddy of mine gave me. Um it's been reshafted a couple times, but it's kind of a club that can't see myself ever getting rid of. And then I actually use an old Adams idea pro hybrid, the same thing. It's oh,
1: just beat up.
3: but they just kind of do what I want them to do. So I don't feel like I should ever get rid
0: of them. I was hoping for the Cleveland launcher in there in the woods, the gold shaft over that thing. Those were hot. Those, Those are illegal. Uh question number three, Mac. We know you're a stylish guy. Obviously we talked about your partnership with the brands, but when you go to the golf course, are you an outfit guy? Do you have to look on point? Do you give a shit? Any thoughts on square shoes?
1: Well <laughs> uh, Mac 15, I, clearly I, <laughs> <Money> talks.
3: <laughs> I've always been a bit of a I guess uh, styled in the golf course. I mean, I kind of do my own thing. I don't think I really follow one way. I don't really care what people think of it. Um, So yeah, I'd say that's kind of important as for squares. um, (laughs) I actually, it was funny. So I was in Pakistan three weeks ago. No, just over three weeks ago, four weeks ago. And uh, for an opening of Nick Faldo's course and Nick Faldo was wearing squares. So I'm on the range if they've made him hit it further. And he kind of just like gave me a dirty luck. and <laughs>
2: <laughs> I love how you called, Listen, up, when called you, up. When you sell your soul, it's hard to answer those questions. Yeah,
0: exactly. because everyone knows you're a fool. Uh, <laughs> question number four. We're warming up for some on-course content. We are hitting some big slingers today. What can you maybe help our, our amateur audience with or, or maybe our listeners that really translates to freeing up the body, making those big swings?
3: You know, for me, it's all kind of set up, I'd say, um, setting up myself super, I'm a lefty, so I obviously aim super left and by aiming left, I feel like I just kind of athletically drop the club from behind and let the face do what it's supposed to. So it's kind of, um, I don't think about much, I kind of just start line and that's it. That's, that's all I really think about when doing it.
0: Like that. Anything you do specifically stretching wise? are you doing anything mobility movement stuff are you doing anything we have a great partner in our show therabody they have a percussive recovery tool that's fantastic is there anything you use maybe or you do specifically I'm
3: pretty lucky to have a pretty flexible body that doesn't seem to get a lot of injuries other than the stupid wrist injury that i had so i've never really had much of an issue with loose and limber and just kind of always just walk to a tee and by the second hole i'm normally pretty uh loose and ready to go. I'm sure that'll change as I keep getting older.
1: I was going to say, wait till you're 40 Absolutely. and you're traveling and that's Youth. what you're doing. Youth.
0: Yeah.
3: Fuck it up to you. Uh,
0: question number five. Music on the golf course. Is that a yes, a no, or a maybe?
3: I mean, I'm all for it, but I'm not going to do it if it bothers somebody else. Um, not obviously, you shouldn't hear it from the next fairway over, but if you can hear it within your group and it's, uh, I don't see why not.
0: That's that. Brings me to question number six: Is it metal? Is it punk rock? Is it jazz? Is it K-pop? What are we listening to on the golf course?
3: Uh, honestly, a little bit of everything. I think um, my channel's kind of known for the more kind of hip hop, rap stuff. Um, but I'm I'm big country. I'll listen to anything. To be honest, there's not. I'm not really too specific. On-
1: question for you: K-pop? Are they singing or lip singing? In your opinion? <laughs>
3: Do you think I don't know like it I don't know if this is gonna sound bad, but like is there English that good where they can sing that good in English? It's hard to say. Like it it
2: they're it's a <laughs> press the button of <laughs> Well, I mean again, and also don't forget about Hardy, yeah, Chris Lane, totally the, the big loud crew. We uh we're lucky to be very close with that record label. So yes. we'd sure like to see you implement a little bit of that into the world, and uh I there think that would be a, a great way for us to yes. keep moving.
0: We'll do that abandoned. Uh question number seven. Snack at the turn. This is a great question we like to ask our guests. Um, being as we've had a lot of unique and wonderful answers. Are you a hot dog guy? Are you a sandwich guy? Are you a six pack guy? Are you looking for a cigar? What's the go to at
3: the turn? So I actually don't drink, which is a fun fact. So I, I don't drink at all. Um, I, I I'll rep a dog at the, the turn for sure.
0: Yeah, I like that dog. Any, uh, any specific toppings you like to go with?
3: Ketchup. Straight ketchup. That's it.
0: That's it. Just the red sauce. I like that. Nice and simple. Don't want to get that on your shirt, though. It's a nightmare to try and get off of the shitty napkin. Uh, question number nine. Favorite golf course memory. Something that really stands out for you. Something unique and, and wonderful you've experienced throughout your travels.
3: Um. It's a good question it's like i've had so many now it's uh it's hard to just pick one honestly probably just like the first time i played golf in new zealand in queenstown was like jack's point i still remember the round it was like snowing in the mountains sun was kind of popping through It was just like such a cool place and it kind of made me realize how much i liked it there and how much i wanted to be there
0: it's pretty cool to be on some of these properties and be transported to this other universe of of emotion so Very, very cool. I like that answer. Uh, I'm going to hand it over to Derek for the final question of the evening, and we'll let you off the hook, but stay on, because we're going to talk about some other stuff.
2: Yeah. So, Mac, one of the things that, as myself as a PGA golf professional of this group, and we're talking about instruction, I was really kind of taken a little bit back by what you were saying about how you kind of have done everything on your own. For me, I'm kind of in that same vein of while I am a PGA golf professional, I think that the world's moving a lot faster than the PGA is, and I think there's some things we can be better at. But that being said, what I'm really looking for from the teaching standpoint in the golf side of it, tell me a little bit about your self-correction. So obviously you have to know your body type. You said you're very flexible, all of those things, but it's not an easy thing to shallow out your golf swing or to change or to make changes, especially when you're doing it on video and that's kind of your livelihood. So what are the practice hours? I mean, are you constantly just improving your craft? Is this a natural gift? that, you know, like when I grew up, I always knew that somebody played hockey because you put a three-wood in their hand and they're just a different person because the action was so different. How do you continuously improve your product or change your golf swing or continue to do these things? Are you practicing night and day?
3: So I don't hit a lot of range balls. Um, To be honest, you'll see them at the range and you'll probably think I'm a totally different player. Um, All I really work on when I'm at the driving range is good contact. And my my kind of... philosophy with golf is if you're hitting the middle of the face consistently with good contact and striking it well the rest kind of falls into place um so i've always been a believer that if i'm hitting it well then i can manipulate my club face i can manipulate my path um i work in extremes obviously so for me a lot of people try to perfect a perfect draw i find that my miss is a lot smaller by having a big extreme which is why my club path goes to about 25 in to out when I'm hitting an eight iron hook, because for me, it allows me to commit to closing the face at impact and doing all that stuff athletically. So honestly, I would say I just practice a lot on just good contact. And I find that I've always been pretty, pretty good at hitting the ball well and flush off the face. It's just um, the rest of it is just a feel thing. When I just repetition, I'd say
0: swing your swing, man, that's what it's all about at the end of the day. I think there's a lot of unique body styles and I think, that brings and allows a lot of people to get introduced to the game and feel okay and comfortable being out there because they can just kind of do what they want and you know what it's it's amazing what you do and we're really excited to uh to see some more interesting and weird and wonderful places uh that you're going to film this year so that's that's really fun do you want to shout out your social media platforms for people to check you out
1: yeah
3: so right now i'm just doing the uh the instagram thing it's mac about golf um youtube's kind of in the next couple of weeks probably so that's going to be uh mac bite Your golf as well so both of those are the the main two right now that i work on
1: awesome make sure you go check out mac i really appreciate you coming on and uh you know we know each other a little bit but you know it's pretty cool what you've been doing over the last year and uh it's been fun to sort of watch some of the shots some of the fun things that you've created so keep going all right really appreciate you guys having me on thanks so much
0: thanks man have a wonderful evening it's been a pleasure we'll look forward to some stuff in the future from you and uh we can't wait to maybe partner up and get off for a round of golf down the road here so, awesome lot. thanks dude take care